differences between generation X, Y, and Z. Which one are you? Since you're on the internet right now, and assuming it's not your first time, you have probably already noticed this space is probably crowded by younger crowd. You have likely heard them referred as millennials, or is it Gen Z? And how are they different from Generation X and Y? What's with all the labels anyway? And how can you make a heads or tails which way you belong to? And what defines your generation? Well, according to sociologist Carl Menheim, it all comes down to generational location, which means that all members of a generation share a similar collective experience. We'll get into what those might be for your generation. People are categorized into generation depending when they were born. For today's video, we're going to focus on people born in U.S. As of now, there are five living generations. The traditionalist, also known as the silent generation, who were born before 1945. Then there are the baby boomers, born between 1946 and 1964. Anyone born between 1965 and 1979 are considered Generation X, while millennials or Generation Y were born between 1980 and 1995. Finally, Gen Z or Centennials who were born from 1996 to the present. These ranges are approximation, of course. You can be born three years in the beginning or end of a generation, but still you can belong to it. What's more important is the collective experience these people born in these years share. The traditionalist generation, now age 73 or older, has a wide range of collective experience. Some are old enough to remember both of the world wars, the Great Depression and even the invention of the grave wreck. As a result of these experiences, most traditionalists value hard work, commitment and practicality, and they don't like to be wasteful. That's not to say other generations don't share these values, it's just the scarcity of resources during these trying times fostered the culture of doing whatever it made them to survive. It also tends to be more respectful authority, that is always respect your elder generation which you might recognize as older relatives. Traditionalists gave birth to baby boomers, who were, of course, one of the huge birth rate increase during the World War II. Boomers changed a lot about the American society, particularly advertising and marketing. Since they were such a large part of population, they did a lot of spending and had a great impact on economy. Once they entered and left workforce, the post-war political landscape was pretty rocking, so there's plenty of collective experience for this generation to choose from. The Vietnam War and the controversy surrounding the draft, the Cold War and the Red Scare, the Civil Rights Movement and Woodstock and Counterculture, the Moon Landing and the list goes on. All these experiences made for a wide range of characteristics and values. This generation started out liberal when they were involved in all political and social movements, but they grew more conservative as their age. And there's some disagreement as to when boomers end and Generation X begin. A lot of people born from 1961 to 1964 don't identify as boomers and don't have any emotional connection to the collective experience that shaped them. This has prompted some research that classified Generation X 
as those born from 1961 to 1981. Gen X got to experience the aftermath of all the changes the boomers made. With both parents entering the workforce, Gen X kids had the less adult supervision than the previous generation, which caused them to be more peer-oriented. The use of computer also took off these years, making Gen X more entrepreneurial than their parents and grandparents. The collective experiences of Gen X include the crack epidemic and emergence of the age crisis, which made them more cynical and unaffected as teens, young adults, and boomers, or traditionalists had ever been. They've been the topic of much debate even over when their generation starts and ends. Some demographers have decided that the millennials were born as early as 1977, while others extend their cutoff to as late as 1999. And of course, there is ever-popular millennial bashing. Other generations complain that millennials are selfish, entitled, narcissistic, addictive to their phones, lazy, impatient, impulsive, overly sensitive, weak-willed, and the name-calling goes on and on. While it's true that some millennials share these traits, while it can be said of any other in this world, there's no need to vilify all generations for wanting and expecting good things for themselves or for taking advantage of awesome technology that surrounds them. In fact, the sweeping technological advancements of digital age have made millennials much more group-oriented than their predecessors, which accounts for their social progressiveness and tendency toward left-leaning politics. Gen Z include everyone born in 21st century. They can be the children of either Gen X or millennial parents, and this difference can affect their relationship with the technology they've grown up with. Gen X parents were raised with widespread access to internet are more likely to be restricted with their kids' devices. Millennial parents, on the other hand, grew up with the technology now we have was developing and gaining popularity. So they tend to be more lenient when it comes to their children using gadgets. Such digital savvy led themselves to be entrepreneurial spirit mentioned earlier with Gen X. So Gen Z also tends to value collaboration more, both school and work. While centennials were born in an environment where digital devices were widespread and readily available. So they have a very different relationship with it than previous generations. In fact, 40% of centennials in a survey said that a Wi-Fi connection is more important to them than a reliable bathroom. Of course, you might use that Wi-Fi to find a nearby public bathroom. Still, it's the principle of the matter. Millennials and centennials share the most collective experiences and similarities in all the generations. So there's a lot of debate about the exact range for each of them. No matter where exactly these generations start, they mostly experience the same thing. A majority of millennials and where they were when September 11th terrorist attacks happened. They can tell you exactly when they got their first cell phone or when they first made a MySpace account. They can recognize the theme song to Family Ties. Rugrats and other popular shows in the late 90s. Someone born in 1996 might not remember or have an emotional connection to the events of 2001. 
which is why some scientists classify them as centennials rather than millennials. The technical emergence that marks the century and defines the younger generation has definitely affected how they communicate. Everything online happens pretty much instantaneously, so millennials and centennials expect other things to happen instantaneously, especially responses to texts and emails. It also led to specific sort of humor in Gen Y and Gen Z that completely baffles the older generation. A lot of this humor references are other jokes, so if you haven't seen specific Vine or Spongebob episode, then it just sounds like nonsense. You can even count meme culture as a collective experience generation share. But when it comes down to it, generational lines are just like lines on the map, they don't really matter. They're just stuff we made up to find ourselves better. But really, you can define yourself and your generation however you want. So, what defines your generation? So, when does it start or stop? What are some collective experiences people share in the place you are from? Tell us in the comments below. You can check my blog and the link is in the description. But before leaving, do subscribe, hit the like button and share.